Athletes and friends, welcome to the Woven Athlete Podcast. I'm your host, Nick, and I'm here with my co-host. What's up, guys? This is Stevie. And we are in preseason episode three. Woo! Yes, we've made it three episodes in. I think we're I think we're gonna retire. Uh, we're yep, there it is. <laughs> What's the threshold? I think number seven. of new seven. Oh man, we're not even halfway. We, we there. gotta get to the seventh podcast. We're almost, we're, but not. We're on our way. way. We are on our way. And if you were here for the first episode with us about beginning new things, it has been an awesome journey so far. It has been. Yeah, it's the conversation. Lots to learn. The well, lots to learn, but also like the conversation and the buzz behind. Like now that we're actually making this more official, yeah, and a thing, we've been just getting so many people coming up to us and talking to us randomly about this topic maybe it's like i don't know it's like when you start thinking about it you see it all the time and yeah kind of like time. when you buy a new car when you buy a new car and then you see that car everywhere i don't know it just feels like the energy is just all going in the right direction yeah and conversations like you said just keep popping up like we met someone at the track the other day that yeah. was uh like a all-star track coach for i think it was high school um, track stars here in Southern California, but just that conversation was just unreal and how we ended up starting. I mean, he was coaching someone one-on-one and we somehow ended up in conversation and that was just a really cool talk. So yeah. So to cool. give you an update at where Woven Athlete is at the podcast, we are at episode three. Um, we've actually recorded other episodes though, that we're going to share more about at the end of this. We do want to share Today on this podcast, uh, just what series is going to be coming up, which we're so excited to announce to you guys. And uh, then we also want to share a little bit of backstory behind uh, just the journey of athleticism that uh, it took for me. Um, I think it's really important for you guys to hear about my story because like, you know, um, if you're talking to Stevie and myself, it's like, okay, well, he's an athlete, but what did it look like for him and why is he so passionate about it? Yeah, you know like what, I mean? what spurred this on. And your story has just been, it's been really cool for, I know a lot of people it's been kind of inspiring for. And I know for me watching behind the scenes, it's been really inspiring. So um, yeah, why don't you kind of start sharing us? What, where did this kind of start for you? Yeah, so, um, so the background to me and athleticism is I grew up with five boys. Yes. <laughs> so there's You're my story. One of five boys. That I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 there's my story. I, I grew up with five <laughs> boys, and that's how I became an athlete. <laughs> yep, there you um, go. Just fighting for dinner. <laughs> literally, we fought for everything. Um, oh my gosh, I'm so glad we had a basement growing up because it would have just been a war zone all over the place if it was a small house. But we grew up in Colorado. Um, my dad and mom were bodybuilders. That's how they met. Um, <laughs> It's like seriously one of <laughs> it's, the it's, best stories ever. And, and then my mom decided it would be a good idea to homeschool us and yeah, also insane. own two Rottweilers. And yeah, so we had like a 15-passenger van. It was just a party. It was yeah. always a competition. Everything was a battle. And then you throw you know a football or a basketball in the middle of five boys, and we just went to town. Yeah. Everything was just wild. Pizza, yeah. dinner, snacks, video yeah. games. Super Smash Bros. friends out there, we need to we need to connect. We need to meet up and have ourselves a little brawl, because Super Smash Bros. Growing up, like just the competition was just livid. We've yeah. broken so many controllers, but so competition for me, uh, it really started at a young age, and um, 
And that sport that translated the most was basketball growing yeah. up. Um, I was fortunate to grow up in Colorado, Littleton, Colorado. Woohoo! All my Colorado friends. Um, so, you know, we were at elevation, but I mean, as a kid, you don't really think about yeah. that at all. But we, you know, we just had a neighborhood full of kids. And so there was a basketball outside and our basketball hoop outside. Yeah. And there was hockey nets and there was football and there was baseball. Everything was like, and there was cola sacks everywhere. So, well, and then you had the rec center right down the street from your house. And then, at. yeah. So I was in Highlands Ranch, Colorado. And in that community, there's four rec centers that yeah. are a part of like the HOA. And it, I'm talking like these rec centers are just like state of the art gyms, everything. Yeah. And so, I mean, we'd walk down to the gym every single day. And, um, you know, basketball, I mean, we've got five high schools within, you know, five miles. Yeah. And so Ridiculous. all the talent, you know, division one, all these basketball players and hoopers would come down and we'd play every day at like three or four o'clock. Those mm-hmm. gyms would just get packed and we yeah. played basketball for hours. And, um, you know, it was really cool. I got good at basketball, got cut my junior year, um, had a really rough, uh, just, you know, junior year of my life partying and just making bad decisions and stuff and definitely affected my ability to play basketball. But I knew it was still a huge passion of mine and that, you know, after I graduated high school, played my senior year, but it was just lame. Long story <laughs> short, um, I never gave up. Yeah. And that that dream of just being able to play at a high level never went away. Um, and, you know, the odds were definitely against me being <laughs> five foot eight and like 165, 70 pounds at the time. But I just, you know, worked really hard and uh, found the right... A group of athletes and an organization that took uh, collegiate basketball players overseas. And so in my young 20s, that afforded me the opportunity to play basketball in Romania, Serbia, and Czech Republic. And um, from that, uh, built a relationship to host um, these amazing camps in Hawaii yeah. for like six or seven years in a row, yeah. which, which you and I got to be... And do a ton of coaching with and tons yeah. of experience with nonprofits, different organizations, um, working on mindset development yeah. for kids and uh, also getting to work with like people like Jeremy Lin, uh, play basketball with Corey Maggetti, John Salmons, all these ex-NBA players. So I would say that like uh, my ability to play sports and basketball got to like a semi-pro level, yeah. um, you know, and it was super fun and I played rec center ball for years afterwards and yeah um i'll still pick up a basketball and play right now yeah you better believe it i see a lot of uh people in the sport that i'm in now you know the ocr world that still that played basketball as well yeah that i'd be excited to like play against secretly. do like a pickup game in pick between uh, be, races or something <laughs> i'd be super down you know we'll just not, bring a hoop we'll yeah. just throw a hoop in the car one day and just yeah not, i don't know how in the dirt but we'll figure it we'll out figure we'll figure it out it i'm not i'm not calling out like bracken or mark Gaudet at all right oh. now in some uh some some good old 21 if oh, uh, if you don't know what 21 is it's a basketball game so sorry anyways i'm done talking about basketball just giving you background to like my athletic abilities and stuff but i would say that in the past couple years um, especially like we had kids, um, and, uh, just slowed down, <laughs> stopped, uh, exercising and, uh, 
if any of you guys have, this doesn't apply just to like getting married and having kids or whatever. I mean, a lot but of people. For you, it was relevant for your life. It was relevant was for me, but like maybe they call it the freshman 15. Yeah. You know, when you become a freshman, like you gain 15 pounds. Like there's just that season of life yeah. where like you slow down from like the hustle of sports yeah. and athleticism. Well, that hit me really hard. And yeah. when I was like, after our first kid and into our second kid, I had gained 30 pounds. Yeah. Out of nowhere. It was like the <laughs> the athlete, semi-pro, like basketball, worked out like every day, uh, just gained 30 pounds, just like yeah. that. And, um, you know, I think the turning point for me was when... I had been invited to do a Spartan race, an OCR race with a couple friends. Mm -hmm. We did it for fun and, you know, I did pretty well. And then I decided to do one by myself. And I can't remember what year it was when we did big, when I did Big Beer by myself. I can't remember either, but I remember you signed up. It was pre when you had to qualify for Elite. So anyone at the time could sign up for Elite. And I, didn't you sign up for Elite simply because it was the first heat of the day? Yeah, I signed up for it and... It was like snowy and it was like a double lap up in Big Bear. And I think the moment for me was, you know, watching these athletes, you know, I think it was like VJ Jones and Rhea Koval and Nicole Miracle, some very well-known athletes within the OCR world. But I watched them like pass me as I was running. And this is like, this is like 30 pound heavier Nick. Yeah. But like same heart, same champion mind. Yeah. uh, From the past, seeing this happen. And it just like broke me in a really good way. Yeah. Um, And I watched them and I was so inspired that I think it was like that summer I was turning 30 years old. Yeah. Or I think it was that summer. No, because I was, yeah, maybe. I think it was that summer because I was in May. Um, that summer I was turning 30 and like, it was just, I don't know if you call it a midlife crisis, crisis, <laughs> but I was like, <laughs> so my wife was like, yo, what do you want for your birthday? You told cake. me 15 things. I you was want. like, what I want cake. About? Uh, no, I was like, heck no. I want a pair of running shoes. Yeah. <laughs> like legit ones. Yeah. And I want a Garmin watch. Yeah. That's all I want. Yeah. And, uh, and so my wife, Stevie, co-host. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was a bad idea. I was like, you're not going to use this watch. You're going to, yeah, because you had also said you wanted golf clubs. And so mm-hmm. I was like, golf clubs is a way better idea. You're going to use those. You're never going to use the watch. And you were determined. You said, no, I yeah. want the watch. And so she went out and, you know, got a friend to get me a pair of shoes and then got like 50 people to buy a Garmin watch because those Garmin watches cost <laughs> so much money. Thank you to all my friends. Um, but, you know, to kind of wrap up, and get to the point of this story of what has gotten to me where I'm at now, which I still have a very long journey to go. Yeah. Um, but I went from 30 pounds over my competing weight to where I'm back to, uh, you know, I got up to about 187, 190. Yeah. Um, as a 5'8", <laughs> like, yeah. basketball player. Now I'm back down to about 158, 160. Yeah. And it was, like, from couch to, like, elite podium Yeah. in two years. Yeah. And I don't know, like, you know, if you're listening to this right now, like, I want to inspire, you know, you, like, as as you, you know, wherever you're at in your journey, um, it's like you, you can make the choice. 
And yeah. I had to, I had to just make that choice, um, you know, in that where I was at. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, it was, I don't know. It, it brings up a lot of different things inside for me. Um, I think that like what was dying was knowing that I have this mind and this heart but not living it day to day. Yeah. Um, and I don't know what Spartan and OCR and endurance running afforded me is like, for me, I saw my career as a dead end mm-hmm. at 30 years old, which is yeah. like, you're young, like, but I wasn't going to go play professional basketball again. Yeah. But I was like, there's still a champion inside there and there's still someone who wants to go after it and train with all their heart and all their passion to get after something. Yeah. And um, and that's what I chose to do with uh, with the endurance and OCR stuff and challenges yeah. like that. And so, yeah, in two years, I lost 30 pounds. And, um, you know, I got my, my first elite podium a couple months ago. And then I got my second one uh, just last month. And so yeah. um, it's not impossible. Um, it did take a lot of work. Yeah. Uh, it took a lot of dedication um, and it took a lot of learning. Um, and yeah. then, uh, you know, I was able to, for- fortunate enough to find uh, a mentor um, who kind of took me under his wing, um, Glenn Race, amazing individual. Um, but yeah, so anyways, all that to say is that the journey has been incredible. It's been fun. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you can start at any time. It doesn't have to be 30 or 40 or 35 or like yeah. this magic number it's it's like we said in the first episode it's the the voice inside when things get quiet when you think about you know your goals uh whether it be financially or um, emotionally or physically like what what do you want and you can go after it no one's telling like the only person that you have to fight is yourself yeah and you have to tell it like the the battle to want to wake up in the morning the battle to want to go out and seek pain yeah. In order to gain, um, you know, an extra second on your pace or something like that. Yeah. Like every day is a new opportunity to get better. Yeah. And so I, I just had to really press into that, hone that in. And that's what I want to, that's what I can continue to want to see for myself, uh, especially going into, you know, getting more competitive in this sport and, um, you know, anyone who I come in contact with, I, I want to believe the best and, and believe that they can do that as well. And woven athlete, like uh, one thing you can know from myself and and Stevie, is, and she can speak for herself, but we see potential. That's like our that yeah. always we see potential. We want to see people Definitely. experience breakthrough. Um, you know, physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, whatever that journey is for you, is we want to see you um, experience like a new understanding. And experience a new lane and uh, just like a breakaway um, and getting into like a stride you've never experienced before. Maybe it's a joy you've never had before, you know. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. It's been really cool to to watch you. And I think, like I said earlier, a lot of people have shown or told you that it's been really cool for them to watch you as well. And something that you had said was it wasn't... it wasn't easy. It's a lot of work and you're not near 
nearly where you want to be in the sport and in your athleticism. But what's cool is you are significantly further than you were two years ago. And you're further than you were a year ago. I mean, you only podiumed in age group less than a year ago. So Mm -hmm. you only qualified for elite less than a year ago. And so to think it's been a slow process and you've been okay with the process. And I think that's the thing that's been, that's spoken like as your wife seeing behind the scenes, what no one else sees, that's what's been Mm -hmm. really cool for me is being, is learning to be okay with the process and to see the process pays off and it may not pay off immediately. It may not be running your first, second, third race and I don't know, podiuming in a big, big race. It may just be slow, but it is still progress. Yeah. Um, and that's been really cool. And I think that's going to be majority of people's stories. Yeah. I don't think there's, there are stories of people who go out there and place really high in one of their first races, but it's not the typical story. And I think the most typical story is the slow process. And that's what people need to know and need to find encouragement in. And that's what's been really cool watching you. And you're even six months ago, you raced Tahoe, the the Spartan race in Tahoe. And we were going into that trying to figure out, should you race age group or elite? And so now you're racing fully in elite. And so just to know, like that was six months ago. And even then that, um, it's been really, really cool to watch. So let's be okay with the process. Be okay with the process. Um, one thing I wanted to mention too, that's pretty significant, um, is like using things in life to help bring more, uh, fire to the flame or wind to the flame, whatever that saying is. Um, you know, this, uh, coming up next for me is the Spartan Arizona race, which yeah. is a 10K and a 5K. It's this weekend. It's this weekend coming up, and I'm really excited. We've got um, some really cool things that Woven Athlete is actually going to be doing out there. We want to host like a little meetup um, yeah. on Saturday morning after the elite race. Um, we'll have more details on that uh, on one of our posts. But what I was saying about using small events and things in life to kind of spur you on and have yeah. purpose behind what you do, well... This Saturday marks uh, the year that yeah. I lost uh, one of my most significant mentors in my life, my uncle. Yeah. And um, it marks a year from me uh, getting first place in age group. Yeah. You know, um, and so like, you know that that race was so huge for me. Not only because I knew that um, my uncle believed in me, and he wanted to see me. I know he would be cheering me on and stuff yeah. like that. Um, but like using that type of event that happened in my life to um, be like that extra push in my mindset and my mental game. Because yeah. we're going to talk about that a lot about like, you know, the why behind the what. Yeah. Why are you here at the starting line right now? Yeah. You know, I know that so many people um, that compete in any sport, whether it be an endurance race or a basketball game or a soccer game or the Olympics, mm-hmm. any of those things, you ask them, you know, what are the three most influential things that got you here? Yeah. And it's going to be a number of events and usually it's going to be entailing some person in your life mm-hmm. that you're doing this for. And so, um, while I do this for my family, I do this for, you know, my savior, um, I do this for my uncle too because yeah. this this means a lot. Yeah, you know what I mean, so finding uh, 
finding things that help inspire you and give you um, hope for you to um, just achieve those goals is really important mm-hmm. in the process. And that's kind of kind of how we um, are inspired and we seek to inspire. Yeah. Is people are important. Relationships are really important and they can get you a long way, you know? Yep. So we hope to see you at Arizona this weekend. It's yeah. going to be big for me personally, but also just for Woven Athlete as we seek to host one of our first kind of post-race meetups. Yeah. So I'll have way more details on that. Uh, yeah, we'll just... post it and uh, make sure you take a look at Woven Athlete on Instagram. So. Cool. And then uh, what do we have coming up for the next or what do we have coming up next for the podcast? Yeah, next for the podcast. So um, in the next couple of weeks here, we are going to be launching our first series. Woo. Am I allowed to say what the series is? Can I say it, please? Yeah, you can say the name. Yes. Sure. Okay. I'll allow it. <laughs> okay, good. Thank you. Um, my co-host is so nice to me. You're She's welcome. She's also my wife. Um, <laughs> but the series that we're going to be jumping into is going to be called I Think I Can or I Can't. Learning how to manage healthy and unhealthy expectations yeah. as an athlete. Huge. Huge. It's I'm really, really excited about it. And just a couple of days ago, or last week, I should say, we interviewed someone for it. You want to talk about that? Yeah. So the person that we got to interview, you guys will be very familiar with them. Um, and even if you're not, it doesn't matter because yeah. everyone wants to perform better and have the vi- mindset behind uh, just being an athlete in yeah. general. Yeah. And this guy is oh, – I gave it away. Well, <laughs> this guy uh, – there's going to be other ladies on here too. But this guy is just – he's so wise. He's got tons of great information. Yeah. Um, and that's one of the four yeah. podcasts that we have on the topic of I think I can or I can't learning how to manage – healthy and unhealthy expectations yeah so you're you're gonna want to be a part of this series with us that was that specific that one interview that we did i it got me so excited Mm -hmm. to interview everyone else because that one was so good there's so many good nuggets in it and um, i'm just excited i'm excited for all the other fellas Mm -hmm. and ladies that we're gonna interview it's gonna be super good yeah so please uh just get ready uh we will announce uh sometime in march if it's not the first week of march it'll definitely be in the following Mm -hmm. uh, where we get ready to jump into this first series and so yeah that's our that's our big announcement there um exciting so yeah that was my story uh, that's what's happening this week with Woven Athlete as we go out to Arizona Spartan Race. Mm-hmm. Um, keep an eye on our Instagram on details on you know the meetup that we are hoping to do, um, if we can pull it off. And then the last thing is get ready because we're launching our first series oh, yeah. for the Woven Athlete uh, coming up in the next couple weeks here. And our launch, our actual nonprofit launch. And our actual nonprofit launch, which is March 26th. So lots of things coming down the pipeline. Um, the best way for you to follow and stay up to date with all the action is going to be just to just to hit us up on Instagram, Woven Athlete on Instagram. And uh, once again, thank you for listening to this. Thank you for being a part of this journey with us. We are are, are blessed. We're excited, and uh, we cannot wait to meet you and just build relationships with athletes and help people uh, reach that peak performance through mental mental performance yeah so excited anyways thanks for tuning in with us thank you guys we'll talk to you soon